0: We'd like to welcome you to our fourth mega-study on the Alien Agenda Exposed. This one is for January 29th, 2017. And so we've done done way more than four studies on exposing the Alien Agenda over the years. But this is the fourth mega-study that's been done. Kind of starting to lose track. If you want to know... If you want to backtrack and watch or listen to any of the other ones that we've done, you can just key in uh, Alien Agenda. We've uh, revamped the search box at ContendingForTruth.com. And uh, it's much more efficient now. It's much more, I'd say, user-friendly. And you're getting, as opposed to before when we had the website, you were only getting about 10 results. Now you're getting just gobs more. And you can also do different configurations for keyword searches. So it's on the right-hand side of the website. There used to be a little magnifying glass up at the right-hand corner. Now it's been moved down. It's on the right-hand side. There's actually a box there, and there's even a little instruction thing there. And as soon as you start typing in like a word, it's going to start popping results down. And then you can hit enter, or there's a thing on the bottom you can hit, and it'll actually list them all out for you. So that's been greatly expanded because you know at this point I've got I don't even know how many parts but it's way over a thousand parts over these uh, uh, over ten year period now that we've been doing this. Uh, so trying to, to um, catalog all these things and get to them and find a result now is becoming one of the more challenging things. About the website, but that has been done, so that should greatly help out a lot of people that were trying to find uh, subjects. Uh, Again, it's like every time I do one of these studies, the information becomes more mind blowing. And the information today, a lot of what we're going to be covering is totally brand new, but it's very, very important, I believe, as a watchman and as a teacher. Um, for the body of Christ to understand this information because I truly believe this is going to be the backbone of the coming deception that the antichrist and the false prophet are going to foist upon humanity that that strong delusion that God talks about in second Thessalonians chapter two where he says God will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness now the thing is, when you look at that whole scenario, I truly believe a big part of the lie is going to have a gigantic religious component to it. Okay? You couldn't just come with, with an agenda that's political or economic, or you know what I mean, like that, and in, in deceive the whole world. You're going to have to deceive them from a religious standpoint. And this this applies whether you're an atheist as well, because you could say, oh, well, atheists don't believe in God. Yeah, but they believe in something. They don't believe in God, but that is a belief system. You know, so they're going to be deceived. They're ripe for the picking anyway. in uh, a lot of the crux of what we're going to be dealing with today, and really all in all, the other studies as well, is how that potential religious component is going to figure in. To people falling away from their faith, Whether they're Buddhists. Whether they're Mormons. Whether they're Hindus. They're going. To believe the lie. And a lot. And I I truly believe this. The the Laodicean church of Revelation 3. That is lukewarm. in, In America. I think that's embodied in the 501c3. Corporate churches of America. I'm not saying they're all horrible and nobody's saved in them i'm not saying that at all but i'm just saying a lot of the the uh, pastors are deceived a lot of them are part of the fema homeland security that you're yoked up with the government the the government gave you your right to exist as a church you have to abide by their guidelines no man the bible says no man can serve two masters anything that has two heads is a monster that type of of rationale that laodicean church is also right for the picking. And when this stuff all goes down, and Hollywood has so, and is in, even increasing now, preconditioning the masses for this deception. When that goes down, you're going to be amazed at how easily the churches capitulate and give into this. These corporate, they're gonna, they're just gonna, they're gonna fold like a. a a cheap patio chair piece of patio furniture they're going to fold like that they're they're not going to fight the good fight they're not they're not doing it now they're not willing to really sacrifice or or, you know god forbid be martyred for their faith so it's not going to take a lot for them to to buy into this and to give into this and then and then for the preachers to start you know and the Antichrist, and the false prophet, are come with all sign, all signs and lying wonders and miracles. And the Bible says that's how they're going to deceive the whole world. Essentially, it's through those. That's how it's going to happen, and it's going to have a religious component. And that's what these mega studies on the alien agenda are all about. There has to be some end game to all of this. There's no way that Satan has invested all the time, energy, effort all the billions of dollars into brainwashing the masses about this thing about this agenda that there's nothing that's going to come of it that would make no sense whatsoever from a logical standpoint but the way the churches go about this subject that's the way they would actually approach it oh there's there's no end game it's just some kind of you know little entertainment factor it's just some thing of the devil that that's that's just some kind of entertainment factor but there's no real end game to it no i think it's going to be the backbone of the coming one world new world order deception and this is why i keep i believe being led to do these mega studies on this particular subject i just get more and more confirmation today what we're going to be covering is so mind-blowing i it's 25 pages um i don't know how long this is going to take me to get through uh I've been again, really literally, as soon as I get done with one mega study from the last time, a lot of times it's the next week I'll start compiling information for the next mega study. There's so much stuff going on in the news right now, with all the stuff Trump's doing, there's no way I could cover it all. And and it's it's pointless. You could go up to Drudge, and I'm gonna be putting out a newsletter on this soon, but you could go up to Drudge and just try to follow. And I'm not saying to do that. I'm saying if you just wanted to even read just that bullet point headlines you'd have a pretty good idea of what's going on um, regarding that but for, before we get started just to kind of set the tone with some um positive bible verses because the subject tends to be very overwhelming for a lot of people and I, I don't again i'm not here to discourage people i'm not here to uh do that i'm here to build you up i'm here to educate you to act as a watchman And hopefully be a blessing to you. And so Psalm 27, verse 1, a Psalm of David says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Okay, so that's very, very good. The Bible says, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Uh, Psalm 56, 3. That's a good way to memorize it because it rhymes. So we want to trust in God. We do not want to be operating in the fear of man, which is where the devil would have us. We want to be operating in the fear of God. And the fear of God is connected with all kind of blessings. You know, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, angelic protection, all of these things is connected with that. And then we go to verse 3 of Psalm 27. Though, a, though an host, meaning like an army, should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. And we may be facing this, especially, well, all parts of the world, but in America um if the leftist new world order forces are enabled, are are uh, let's say they go green they give a green light to all of the embedded muslim devils that are here that are just waiting to slit our throats okay and i'm not saying that from a fear i'm saying that's what they would like to do i'm not saying god's going to let them do it but there's tons of them already here we already we've talked it, at length about all of the the foreign troops on our soils, how they could be activated. Then we have the the um the hordes of illegal aliens and, and um Muslims a lot of them are coming in and the drug cartels. You have the Black Lives Matter. It's going you know, if they're able to pull that off and get that to go hot
1: <clears throat>
0: that verse may very well be applicable in a literal sense. Though a host shouldn't camp against me my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me, and this will, be, will I be confident. <clears throat> There's nothing too hard for God, is the point there. Psalm 274 One thing have I desired of the Lord that I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. So, this is what God can do for you in the midst of adversity. Under the shadow of his wings will we make our refuge until these calamities be overpassed. It's another Bible verse. So, no matter what I get into, no matter what I cover, it's not bigger than God. Period. It's never going to be bigger. But we always have to have the faith to believe that. Because without faith it is impossible to please God. And if you don't have the faith, then most likely it's not going to happen. Faith is a prerequisite for the hand of God moving, typically. You look in the Bible, and, and the people that God used were men and women of faith. You know, it, the, he didn't use those that didn't have any faith in him. <laughs> That's just a pretty much a biblical fact there. Uh, Then the last verse, and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies, round about me, therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy, I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. So amen, and that, just to have those verses just to set the tone here. Okay, so the first report we're going to be looking at today is entitled, Wikileaks Email Leaks Supports Research in a Vatican Cover-Up Regarding Extraterrestrials, uh, role church will play in coming official disclosure okay so this starts out by um, saying previously we published an article detailing the most recent week uh recent leaks made by wikileaks julian assange which included the disclosure of more emails connected to the clinton campaign now this was from october 11th of last year okay so it's a little bit dated but it's like i said i i compile information from the last one till now so some of the information's Like, just this last week and some of it's like a few months, but it's all applicable. Uh, This time it was John Podesta's account showing multiple emails from Dr. Edgar Mitchell, the Apollo 14 astronaut, showing how Mitchell, who lived, I guess, from 1940 to 2016, had big plans and big meetings set up. Edgar Mitchell was very active in moving the, quote, disclosure process by discussion, by discussing the matter with various contacts inside the White House and Pentagon, along with the disclosure projects, Dr. Stephen Greer. Now, I've talked a lot about Dr. Stephen Greer and in, in that particular agenda. And these are these are very very deluded, deceived individuals. Okay, from a biblical sense, they're they're not coming at this from any kind of Christian standpoint. They believe that there are essentially factions in the alien. And, and, and almost the whole new age alien um, and, and we're going to be discussing that a lot today, the whole new age alien agenda movement that is pushing for quote alien disclosure meaning the open, the, our government openly saying yeah here they are, here's the little green men and um, we've been working with them and yeah here's some inf- here's all this information about them almost Every faction of that movement is godless. It comes, it, it is in direct opposition to the word of God. I don't and, and there's a lot of opposing factions that oppose one another. Like there's Stephen Greer is opposing this faction, and then this faction's opposing Stephen Greer. But they're all trying to bring about disclosure. Okay? In other words, they all have their own theories on what's but you're dealing with fallen angels, you're dealing with Satan, you're dealing with devils and demons that are behind this movement that are trying to deceive you. So how on God's green earth could you possibly trust anything coming out of their mouths as far as the aliens, quote, aliens go? You can't. You can't. Um, anyway, continuing, it says, he is one of the... Em- Here is one of the emails that recently was released by WikiLeaks and it mentions the Vatican. Dear John, um, and I guess this is to John Podesta, that pedophilic Pizzagate devil that we talked about a lot in recent weeks. Uh, Dear John, as 2015 unfolds, I understand that you are leaving the administration in February. It is urgent that we agree on a date and time to meet to discuss disclosure and zero-point energy at your earliest available after your departure. My Catholic colleague Terry Mansfield will be there too to bring us up to date on I mean, hey, the Catholics, you know, with the, with their pedophilic inclinations, the with a pedophilic priesthood. Doesn't surprise me that, that you got Podesta and you know this devil. Anyway, um, Terry Mansfield will be there too to bring us up to date on the Vatican's awareness of the ETI, which is stands for extraterrestrial intelligence. As you can imagine. The topic of extraterrestrial life dives into various subtopics, and one of them is the religious interpretation of extraterrestrials. And there are many. The first step, however, seems to be to have religious people accept the fact that E.T. doesn't have to contradict what they believe in. That that's a bunch of garbage. It may be true for some religions, but it's sure not true for Bible-believing Christianity. See, that's one of the things that that what, what the Catholic Church is going to do, because they... I mean, the Pope's infallible, right? It's what they say. And then he can say whatever he says is basically, you know, dogma. So they just, pretty much like all cults do, ignore the Bible, say what they're going to say, and then that takes precedent over whatever is clearly stated in the Bible. That's kind of, I guess, their warped way of getting around biblical things. And the Catholic Church has been maneuvering to this whole disclosure point for a very, very, very long time. They have been, um, and we're going to be looking at, at a lot of those, we have looked at a lot of those. I've done tons of teachings on how the Vatican and the Catholic Church is absolutely, totally yoked up with this whole alien agenda, this whole disclosure issue. Um, and and all and I, I believe we're going to be looking at a lot of that right now as well. Uh, for the past few years, the world's largest church has played a major role in the alien debate. For example, Monsignor Corrado Balducci, a longtime friend of Pope John Paul II and the Vatican's leading exorcist, is one of multiple people from within the Vatican who has been very outspoken about extraterrestrials. On multiple occasions, he has stated that the contact between humans and extraterrestrials has already happened. The existence of these beings is real. We can't have any doubts, he said. And this is all referenced, the report I'm reading from. Um, in 2005, Vatican astronomer Guy Cosmelagno said that humankind is facing a future discovery of extraterrestrial intelligence. In 2008, Vatican chief astronomer Father Jose Gabriel Funes stated that the discovery of of intelligent extraterrestrial life and its existence on a planet other than Earth does not contradict their faith. Ask yourself this question. Why would all these Vatican authorities speak so openly and passionately about this subject? The email from Dr. Mitchell, the Apollo astronaut, Apollo 14, I believe, astronaut, uh, certainly hints to that possibility. And the constant discussions regarding extraterrestrials coming out of the Vatican in the form of public statements also does. As for Pope Francis, he has said that the extraterrestrial beings would be welcomed and that he would try to have them baptized. Yes, he said that. Guy Cosmologio mentioned earlier, has expressed the same sentiment. They basically are space brothers, is, is what they're saying. Now, again, I've covered the whole all those quotes and all that stuff at length, okay? Just key in, I would say, Vatican and alien, and, or Pope and alien or whatever, you'll find tons of studies where we've talked about this if you don't believe it. It's come right out of their own mouth. It's not for me. This is all absolute blasphemous rank heresy coming straight from all the highest levels of the Vatican and the Catholic Church, and they've been doing it for years, so they are absolutely positioning their, um, their congregations, their, their flocks, their whatever, their followers, for this grand deception. And that's why few are going to escape it. There's, there's going to be few people that they, they're, they're, they haven't been trained to escape it. They've been trained to accept it. Hollywood's been doing it. The religions have been doing it. And, and all this time, effort, and billions of dollars have been exerted to not so subtly accept the grand deception that is coming. And yet, this is a subject that's hardly ever even preached on in churches. Hardly ever. And I can't see a bigger deception coming down the road. I just can't. Okay, so this is from a listener, and he sent this to me. He says, just thought you should take a look at alex jones last video on the ancient astronaut theory and i'm going to go ahead and play some of this it's called the alien covenant movie secrets revealed and i'm going to be doing like a commentary in minute twelve twenty, and i think that's right at the end he says you've been warned just wanted to say this sounds kind of creepy considering we don't really know who alex jones truly is okay so let's go ahead and play this
1: 2012 award winning director Ridley Scott released Prometheus, that reportedly gives us the history of where the entire alien franchise came from. Now, coming up in May of 2007.
0: Now, I did uh, more than one teaching, or where at least teachings where I had parts where we went into Prometheus. I give you the link right below this in the PDF for um, 129 2017 The Mega Study. I try to give you all the resources with every study to go back and research things and, and understand that I've already covered a lot of these topics and we've already covered them at length. Can't recover the same ground again, though. But the information is there where we broke down the whole agenda with this blasphemous Prometheus.
1: We're going to see alien covenant. It's important to understand that the globalists, the social engineers that rule this planet do not believe the theory of evolution postulated by Charles Darwin.
0: And I almost think he does, because I've never heard him really say a whole lot against it, against Charles Darwin. Um, <clears throat> he's always referring to humankind as a species, which is another dead kind of giveaway of, yeah, Jones calls himself a Christian. I've heard Jones, you know, say, he's my Lord and Savior. And, and then, you know, he turns around and, and has some satanic devil on that, that, you know, he's praising. And, and, and people that he's in lockstep with, like David Icke, on a lot of different things. David Icke is, is a Christ-hating devil. So there, you do not want to follow Alex Jones for your um, religious dogma-wise, okay? Uh, yes, he exposes the 501c3 churches. And, and he does a lot of things in that regard. And a lot of people say, nothing he ever says is, it's all proper. No, it's not a lot of what he covers. It's just what the mainstream news is openly admitting to. So I'm not going to totally demonize him as well. I try to take a happy medium when it comes to him. He's got some of the most cutting-edge news out there. But regarding like like this subject, there's a lot of things that are red flags, if you ask me. And I have done a lot of warnings on Alex Jones over the years. And, you know, the constant money-grubbing. And, oh, my word, is this guy a narcissist. I mean, I can't hardly stand to listen. He brags constantly. And then he says, but I'm not bragging. As soon as he brags, he says, I'm not bragging. And he does it over and over and over. Every, you can't get through an hour where he's not bragging. Trump called me on the phone. Oh, I, you know. When I was 14, I was, I was going out and, 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 and sleeping with all these prom queens and, and, and lifting 500 pounds and, and beating the living, you know, you know what, out, out of grown men and putting them in the hospital. I mean, it's just never ending, never ending bragging with this guy. He's such a narcissist, constantly begging for money constantly pushing these product lines. And I don't think the product lines are bad. I think they're good, but it's just never-ending, obnoxious bragging, and it drives me nuts to even try to listen to the guy. He's so full of pride, and yet he says he's humble. He calls himself humble. Let me tell you something. If you ever have anybody that says I'm humble, they just negated that whole thing. You don't call yourself humble. <laughs> when you do that, you've just basically... Openly stated, you're not humble because it's like you're bragging about being humble now, and any kind of bragging is the opposite of humility. Okay, so listening to Alex Jones for me is absolutely maddening, maddening, um, and it's gotten worse because he's gotten bigger. Um, I heard he got divorced. La- I mean, it's pretty much open. He's he's talking about his girlfriend now. Got divorced. From what I've seen, and the court papers are right online, he's got like a $43,000, $46,000 a month child support. So a lot of people have said, you know, he really started going gonzo, pushing these product lines when the the child support thing kicked in because he has this forty-three dollars to $46,000 uh, payment he's got to make on top of, of all of the other probably hundreds of thousands that cost him to run this every month so he's desperate for money constantly desperate it never goes away so this is why i have always tried to run this ministry in the most streamlined manner possible it's only me even after 11 years now granted yes i've got um some listeners that have hugely helped me along the way um in one in particular that maintains the website it put the website up in in this type of stuff and i praise god for them but i'm talking about just the day-to-day stuff as far as all the newsletters that are sent out all the emails that are responded to um all of the audio convergence i have to do the audios that i'm doing um the, the the formatting of them the putting them up online um all the questions i have to answer um the orders that are generated from people that want to buy clinical nutritional products for all of that is done by me. And and it is a I mean, I am just maxed out. I am maxed out. But I have been convicted for a long time that I just need to stay small and streamlined and in and, and you know, I don't know how much time we have at this point. And I don't know how much longer we have on the internet. And um I have just man, I just it seems like I see what happens when these when these religious organizations and the alternative media or things like alex jones when they start to really start to expand and then this the money always becomes this gigantic issue and you go up to their websites and you're just being bombarded with all of these oh buy this buy that buy this buy that and it's just that's never going to be me I, I cannot do that i cannot let that happen to contending for it's just not going to ever happen period um so anyway i just wanted to kind of throw that in there because i'm not giving some kind of blanket endorsement of whatever alex jones says
1: they believe that advanced alien civilizations seeded life on this planet their religion is a belief in panspermia, or that viable organism
0: which is the ancient astronaut theory and he's true about that that's right and i, I did a study I've done several studies where I've covered this. I'm going to be going over one of the studies after we hear this report.
1: Were purposely or accidentally seeded to this globe.
0: Okay, and what it's showing here is the first scene of Prometheus. I, I think it's the first scene where this demonic Nephilim giant hybrid dude is eating i don't know he drinks this substance he goes to i guess ancient earth when it was like 80 gazillion years ago which is another thing that's very very commonly pushed by a lot of people that are well a lot of christians and in the whole old earth thing and and i believe in, a, in in a young earth okay and i've got a lot of i believe biblical evidence to prove that um but when you get into the old earth, you have to understand what camp you're getting into. When you get into that old earth thing, you're getting into the Big Bang camp. You're getting into the whole Darwinism camp. You're getting into the whole alien um, agenda, panspermia, ancient astronaut theory. So you have to understand. Yeah, there's a lot of Christians that believe in the old earth, but understand who you're getting in bed with when you get into that 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 camp, Okay. And it's not a good thing. It's very, very hard to then separate yourself from them and still be an old earth adherent. Makes it much harder. Um. So, I just want to throw that in as well because that is a huge issue and a huge topic in, in um, a lot of these uh, debates that people get into, a lot that Christians get into. Okay, I just got convicted because this is becoming increasingly more important. I'm seeing, looking at this alien agenda, and the deception that's coming, this whole thing about the gap theory, and an old Earth versus new Earth, and the pre-Adamic man stuff, it's really intricately related, and it's becoming more intricately related because Hollywood, what they're pushing openly, what a lot of the abduction people are coming back and also telling what these discoveries they're actually making. Like, we're going to talk a lot today about Antarctica, all the stuff that's going on down there. They're pushing what they call a pre-ademic culture and race that existed before Adam, supposedly. Uh, they're pushing a very, very old Earth. Okay? So to me, it's becoming increasingly clear that you're going to have to make a decision regarding this subject. Because if you buy into the whole pre ademic man theory, pre ademic you know, Nephilim even, theories, you buy into the old earth theory, you're going to have a really, really, really rough time with the deception that's coming. You need to be grounded in the truth. Because that is going to be a backbone of how they're going to try to deceive you. I think what I need to do is actually do a full study on this, on the pre-edemic man and the gap theory, old earth versus new earth. Now, I'm going to give you the information today. You can look into this yourself. I think that I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. Um, maybe, it'll be, maybe it'll be the next study if there hasn't been something cataclysmic that's broken, um, meaning breaking news type of thing. Uh, I think it's long overdue that I do this. And it's... Ah, man, I was looking at this today. We're going to be looking at one aspect of this today. And it's so important, this one aspect that we're looking at. And it's going to be... It's something they're already using right now in order to deceive us. And we're going to be talking about it later. But it has to do with this whole subject. Um, the gap theory basically, um, is one of the main reasons that they're, um, one of the main ways they're trying to convince people in this old earth. It's the main way they're trying to convince Christians in the whole old earth, um, postulation here. Okay, since I've started down this rabbit hole, I'm just going to cover a little bit of just some highlights of of this particular thing. Cause a lot of you might be saying, well, what's like, let's say if you're a new Christian, you don't even know what it is. You don't know what the gap theory is. You're not sure what I've even been talking about with this older versus newer type stuff. Gap uh, the gap theory, also known as ruin restoration, creation ruin restoration creationism or restoration creationism or the gap theory is a form of old earth creationism that, in a minute, it's old earth, like the earth's billions of years old, that posits that the six-day creation period, as described in the book of Genesis, which involves six literal 24-hour days, light being day, dark being night, as God specified, but that there was, in this particular case of the gap theory, a gap of time between the two distinct creations in the first and second verses of Genesis, which the theory states explains many scientific observations oh because we have to we have to always conform science you know to fit the bible even when science is total garbage like darwinism okay we literally evolved from a rock in that particular case in darwinism uh, including the age of the earth it, it differs from the day age creationism which posits the days of creation were much um the days of creation were much longer periods of thousands or millions of years and from also young earth creationism which although it agrees concerning the literal six 24-hour days of creation does not posit any gap of time anyway that was the definition from wikipedia so The gap theory is is to me the gateway for all of this for going into a lot of different heresy, and I'm going to post and I'm posting here just a lot of really good sound studies that have been done regarding this. Here was one I got from a listener, um, dear Doctor Johnson. I see this belief in a gap theory of Genesis verse one. Verses 1 through 2 is being pushed by some KJB, King James believing, Bible believing Christians, including pastors, and that it is causing divisions and confusion and wrong doctrines amongst even the KJV Christians. Okay, I believe this belief in a gap there originated in the 1800s before Darwin and the evolution debate. And that's, I just saw a report that I probably will base a lot of my study on that gets into that where did it come from where were the origins of it just like when you get into a debate with somebody about seventh day advent Ad, seventh day adventism or whatever it's called well it was started by a crazy witch named ellen g white she was the she was the devil that started it the woman was demon possessed to the toenails and the bible says if the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do you go and you look at every single cult Charles Taz Russell with Jehovah Witnesses. The guy was, he was, you know, these these people were demon possessed and they were the ones that started these cults that are taking millions upon upon millions of people to hell. Mormonism, the same way. So you look at the foundation of their cult to determine if it was from God or if it was not. And if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It didn't have a good foundation. The foundation was corrupt from the beginning. And how could anything good Grow from a corrupt foundation. So I tell people, I don't even call myself. I don't even really see any Bible for denominations. Just call myself a Bible believing Christian. You know, and, and I'm not going to get entangled in that whole denominational system. I see no Bible for it at all. There's literally thousands of denominations, even in the Christian. Um, under the 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 banner of christianity so which one's right you know who's got it all right i really have never seen one that has it all right i'm not saying i have it all right but i don't have my own cult though i just tell people follow the word of god trust in the word of god cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. jeremiah 17 5 um and then he goes on to say, This is an excellent four part sermon exposing the gap theory. It's from a pastor from Rhode Island. Uh, it's entitled Science, Creation, and the Gap Theory Part 1, 2, 3, and 4. It's Pastor James Gallagher. And then there's another one. I just got this recently. Old Ver- Young Earth versus Old Earth. What does the Bible say? In this exciting video podcast, apologists Justin Derby and Jay Hall. Discuss how old creationism paradigm contradicts the scriptures of both Old and New Testaments. Honestly, I don't know if it's necessary for me to do this because there's been a lot. These teachings alone are going to give you more than you need. I mean, they're going to do a better job at it. Okay. Than I am. I'm just going to rehash what they've already done. So I'm just going to post this here. And unless I just get like gobs of emails telling me I got to still do this. I'm probably not going to do this. I mean, it's, it's, it's already been covered in other words i'm trying to act like a liaison and i'm to the point where i really there's a lot of subjects i would like to cover there's a lot of dedicated teachings i'd like to do but it's not possible with all of the breaking current events so i'm going to give you this information and i'm just lightly covering it today all the links are in here all the all the info and ammo that you need is in this PDF to explore this topic, okay? Um, And hopefully that'll be, be enough. This one is, in this exciting video podcast, apologists Justin Derby and Jay Hall discuss how the old earth creation paradigm contradicts the scriptures of both the Old and the New Testaments, and how it leads to beliefs that contradict the words of Jesus. Justin and Jay then make their cases about whether or not Someone who claims to follow Jesus is committing heresy when they deny the young earth creationism timeline what we get from scripture. And you have to understand, I do believe this is going to play a big part in the coming deception, the coming, um, the whole alien agenda. It's very, very important in this whole alien agenda deception that they get you to believe that the earth is billions of years old that the universe is billions of years old that that and and then all of a sudden, all the stuff like panspermia and the ancient astronaut theory become much more plausible. Evolution, whether they whether they're talking about Darwinian evolution or whether they're talking about um, like uh, panspermia, an ancient astronaut where aliens came here mil- millions of years ago seeded the planet with. Um, the species that ended up evolving into what humanity is. Now, if you want to see the greatest example of what I just said, go to YouTube, Kean, Mission to Mars, Ending Scene. Okay? And what you're going to see is how in this, this deceptive devil movie, at the very, very end, the aliens appear to the humans on Mars, and they show them how we were actually created. And, again, it's the little whatever. Mars was getting attacked. They launched some space thing into the sky. It gets to Earth. It seeds Earth with, with, with all the life that ends up evolving. And then it even shows, like, you know, the antelopes turning into, you know, elephants. And the elephants turning into whatever. And, and you know, how that all evolved. And, and this big, gigantic deception. In other words, it's very, very important to Satan that you buy into that and that that happened millions of years ago. And I think I haven't emphasized this enough because it hasn't been, I'm not saying it hasn't been shown, but I didn't realize how important the subject was until this mega study that I'm doing. Because it keeps, in this particular mega study, it keeps coming back to this. This point, this point about old earth creationism, this point about, you know, Darwinism and the ancient astronaut theory and how Hollywood's pushing it and how the alien agenda's pushing it and how important it is for us to believe that. Because, hey, when you start to believe that way, hey, anything could happen in billions of years, right? Anything, you can evolve in billions of years. But it's much harder to believe that could happen in like a a 6,000 year timeframe, roughly. Much harder to believe that doesn't it and again that's why they're trying to push it okay so we've got this we've got this teaching that i just discovered then we've got um two teachings from um pastor sam adams the, theistic evolution refuted and gap theory refuted there's two of his okay I give you the links there then there's another one two more um don boyd's um And the first one is a report entitled "Natural Clocks Prove a Young Earth." Okay, there's that. Then there, then there's and these are these are just um, uh, these are not sermons. They're basically um, just written, written out articles. The next one is "Does the Bible Prove a Young Earth?" Um, Also by Don Boys. Uh, Then we have a list or something. This. Genesis Gap Theory refu- Refuted Materials this is by Pastor D.A. Wade a dear friend of mine from Biblefortoday.org he sells this on his website um, it's a whole thing on how to refute the gap theory uh, apparently theologians prior to the 1800s did not support the Genesis Gap Theory and this um, and this is a seminar Ken Hovind did in the 1990s refuting it uh, through and through, and it is eye popping and obvious. Now I understand there's a lot of controversy about Ken Hovind right now, and um, I'm not here to get into that. Listen, I went down there and I was outside the courthouse <laughs> trying to trying to get him him released. And and there's been a lot of stuff since he's been released that has been um, I would say highly unbiblical that he is engaged in. That's my opinion. I got a whole Word document that backs this up. I'm not just saying this. I'm not trying to rail against a brother and cry. I'm not trying to bring false accusations. I'm saying this is stuff that's come out of his own mouth. This is stuff he's done by his own actions. I love the man, um, but there's been some serious red flags, okay, since he's, especially since he's been released from from prison. Um, but I. A lot of the earlier stuff that he did, man, is is some. Uh, it's just amazing. We're going to be listening to one of, um, and it's just an excerpt on the whole frozen mammoths when that they've discovered frozen mammoths in Antarctica, and I don't know if it was the north, northern pole region as well. And um, we're going to be looking at that because that is so important. Because of what just happened in Antarctica, that they've discovered, and I'm, I'm I, the reason I'm kind of stumbling over my words a little bit is I'm trying to tie all this together. I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself, but it's so important we we realize and understand this now. I'm realizing once I saw all of the breaking information that I've done for my last mega study on how important this whole gap theory thing figures in the whole old Earth versus new Earth creationism, the whole things that that happened uh, at the flood on what could explain the supposed ice age, and these types of things, how important that is for us to not be deceived in the future. Because they're going to come out with the most flashy, deceptive information you've ever seen. And it is going to be strong delusion. Okay, so this is a seminar Ken Hovind did in the 1990s refuting it. Through and through, meaning the gap theory, and it is eye-popping and so obvious. And it's entitled, When Did Lucifer Fall from Heaven? When Did Jesus Christ Create the Angels? Um, and then the gap theory disproved, and she gives the links for that. So we have that. Okay, so you can look at this from a lot of different angles, from a lot of different people, in other words. Here's another one. Um, Brother Scott, I just saw this excellent gospel track exposing the gap theory through and through. It's excellent. So here's a gospel track. And she goes on to say, it really pains me that this damnable heresy has caused a lot of confusion and division among the KJ, King James Bible believers who would be a big time target for Satan, you know, but the thing is, is I've been in a lot of KJ, KJV churches and, um, they don't teach on this subject. I'm not saying they don't teach on the gap theory. I'm saying they don't teach on the whole thing about the alien agenda. The reason I'm seeing that you get a grip on this whole gap theory, young earth versus old earth, the reason it's so important is so you're not deceived in the future about the alien agenda. Subtopics in the Bible are like, okay, well, these aren't like, yeah, we can debate about them, but it's not like a I'm going to be so deceived by this in the future issue you know, or I'm going to be go to hell because I don't believe like you do about this specific thing. This is one of those things that falls into the classification of if you don't get a hold of this now, you may be seriously deceived in the future to the point of, of your faith being very, very much shaken. And I don't want to see that happen. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm so emphasizing this right now. Um, And this heresy is also in the KJV commentaries like Peter Ruckman and David Hoffman. Believe me, I am staunchly KJV, but again, it really pains me to see um, contending for the faith KJV ministries pushing it now. Evidently, it's really, 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 really being pushed hard in the KJV churches. And if you were Satan, where would you be targeting hardest? the The truth of this heresy needs to be exposed. Oh, it's Brother Stephen. I'm sorry, I called it, I called her she. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all right, so that I'm just gonna post that for now. Okay, now I, I know I talked about pre ademic man. We're gonna be talking about that later. And there's another section of this document that I have. That I and really you you don't need to email me about the document because I'm gonna put basically the crux of the whole document within this PDF, okay? I'm going to give you the links. I give you the links all here to get to all these teachings that I just mentioned, okay? And you will have all the ammo that you need to refute this and to be sound in the faith, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and do the pre-ademic man stuff right now. I'm going to I'm gonna stop. You won't realize I'm stopping, but, but I'm going to stop this. Put that in there so I don't forget to do it later in the appropriate part where where the next, uh, when we end up talking about pre man. Okay, I, I what I just did is I remodified the uh, PDF, and now it's 28 pages. I didn't post all of the verbiage from all of these reports in this, because if I did, we're looking at a 60-page study. Today, um, I give you the links within the PDF, and um, uh, you should have all the information and ammo you need there. And um, again, it is a good idea if you have some other uh, type of thing to um, save this information, and um, so that you can access it at a later date. Let's say if your computer goes down, or your files get corrupted, or something like that, or we have even an EMP attack. That type of thing. Um, it is good to have that saved. Now, I found another report. It was almost by accident. But it's called, What is the Gap Theory? Its Origin and Its History. And this thing looks just dynamite. Because it's going it's going in again to the foundations. And I'm just going to read you the first paragraph of this. And um, then we're going to continue on with the audio from Alex Jones. Which I'm sorry, I know I took a huge turn and veer but man this is just so important that we get a grip of this of what's going on here with the gap theory uh what is the gap theory it's origin it's history and this is a very long report it's unbelievably referenced and it gets into the history okay many people have tried to place the gap place a gap of indeterminate time between the first two verses of genesis chapter one there are many different versions as to what supposedly happened in this Quote, gap of time. Most versions of the gap theory place millions of years of geologic time, including billions of fossil animals, in between the first two verses in Genesis. This is called ruin reconstruction version of the gap theory. Okay, so there's different flavors of this, in other words, different versions. However, this undermines the gospel as it allows for death, bloodshed, disease, and suffering before Adam's sin okay because most ruin reconstructionism theorists have accepted the millions of years dating for the fossil record they have thus allowed the fallible theories of scientists to determine the meaning of scripture just when you always run into problem that's darwinism all over oh it's scientific yeah we evolved from a rock that's real scientific so what does that allow them to do when they, once they start buying into that garbage? Well, one, well, we evolved from Iraq, then what does it really matter? So you got a guy like Hitler, which was a, a, a firm believer and follower of Darwinism, having no problem killing millions of the undesirables of the Jews and the gypsies and the, all the undesirable races because they were they were of a lower evolutionary life form, so they need to be wiped out so we could bring forth the Aryan... Fifth root race, the 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 Uberman, the godman. Uber God okay, that's why evolution and this garbage is so dangerous because of what it allows madmen to justify. And then if you're taught in the public schools, hey, we evolved from a rock, well then whatever. Eat, live, and drink, for tomorrow we die. That type of attitude. I, I can act like the devil. What does it really matter? There's nothing after anyway. So you see where this leads to. And this is tied in with it. That's why this is so important. Um, some put the fall of Satan in this supposed period, which is the gap period. But any rebellion of Satan during this gap gap of time, meaning the verses between Genesis 1 and 2, okay, any rebellion of Satan during this gap of time contradicts God's description of his completed creation on day 6 as being very good where he says that in Genesis one thirty one, All versions of the gap theory impose outside ideas on Scripture and thus open the door for further compromise. Okay, that's why this is so dangerous. And think about it. Where the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, this is the foundation of Scripture, Genesis 1. It's the bedrock upon the whole Bible. It's literally the first chapter of the Bible is what I mean. So if you could get people going, you know, all 40 different ways right from the first chapter, man, you're going to be subject to all kind of crazy interpretations later on. That's why it's so important we get a hold of this. Now, what I also did is we're going to talk about the pre-Adamic man thing a little bit later because it comes up much more further when we talk about Antarctica and what we're going to be looking at here. Now, I don't know if i would be able to get this done today. This is turning into a gigantic huge study already i've already added all kind of stuff in but um i'm gonna go back now to the alex jones um uh audio here and we're gonna play the rest of this so that we can we can understand this whole thing with the alien covenant which is the new prometheus movie okay so we're, we're back at this part where they're showing in the movie just to refresh your memory because i just took, took this huge rabbit trail. Where they're showing this this giant Nephilim bald devil drinking this garbage, that what ends up happening is it's and, and again you can watch this you could you can it gives you a lot of visuals from the movies as he's talking, um, which is really good because you're you're getting more of a concept of what's the deception they're trying to portray. Okay, with this whole thing. And he drinks this substance, whatever it is. And what you're seeing then is he's next to this big rushing river. And supposedly, this is like pre Adam, I'm pretty sure, when he does this. And his body starts to dissolve essentially and it shows even from a molecular level his dna is becoming unzipped and all of this garbage and he literally does it next to this rushing river so he can fall into it as his body is basically rotting his corpse falls into this rushing river now this is the first prometheus movie okay i got into this in the subsequent teachings as well i did on prometheus and he falls into the river and he starts to just rot and disintegrate, and his, his DNA then is being spread into the this, this river. Now, supposedly, this is one of the ways they said they seeded life on this planet that eventually this life reformed into whatever organisms that eventually evolved into man. Now, I don't know, maybe the first one was... You know, like the two-celled amoeba, you know, and then it, it evolved into a fish and then a dung beetle and then, you know, so on and so on until we got to man. You know, this is what, this is the garbage they would have us believe. Okay, so this is one of the deceptive ways they're trying to tell mankind we actually created you. You're our little science project. And you've messed things up so bad with the environment and with everything we're going to have to come back and police our science project because you're obviously not capable of, of, you know, doing that. So, I'm going to go ahead and roll this now and, and we'll uh, we'll listen to the rest of this.
1: And then now they, the elite or the Illuminati, are continuing uh, what the gods established and have taken control of human evolution. Sickeningly, the eugenicists believe that they are following in the footsteps of, of these humanoid gods and have turned the entire planet into a giant petri dish where they are testing on the populations thousands and thousands of different mutagens every year to attempt to create these new super mutations that they believe will bring the new superhuman to the earth
0: Alien. and you look at what they're doing the GMOs and all the garbage they're doing with the vaccines have those foreign DNA in those vaccines that's what I'm saying man these vaccines i don't care what vaccine it is it's pretty much you know they're putting foreign dna in there you i mean genetically modified dna in in some of these like the mmr i mean we're talking you have no idea what you're doing yourself when you get a vaccine anymore they are literally trying to change the genetic makeup and the dna of mankind okay i believe through the gmo foods through the vaccines, through the chemtrails, through the bombardment of all the EMFs. It's all about changing our DNA until we get to the point where we're something that's not human anymore, not so human anymore. And Jesus didn't come back to save a whole bunch of people that aren't human. Well, wasn't, wasn't that the whole crux of Genesis 6 where the fallen angels came down, procreated with women to create this nephilim race these men of old men of renown nephilim the fallen ones that went and defiled the whole planet and it got so bad that the genetics of of mankind and that the evil of mankind was so great that it repented god that he'd even made man and god had to literally start over again with a fresh genetic stock that had not been contaminated with the animals and with the eight people aboard the ark he had to start over again with that's why the flood happened it wasn't because god was trying to be cruel there was no other choice the genetics of mankind the dna of mankind had been so corrupted man had become so evil primarily by what the nephilim were doing to mankind and they were also defiling the animals and the fish and the birds we're going to talk about that later that god had to start over i mean if let's let's face it if he hadn't been corrupting the the uh like the animals and the fish and the birds and these types of things why would god have to start over why would he have to take a fresh stock of people and animals on the ark because they had been corrupted it they had to start over it was like a reset button that god had to push and that heavily figures in the whole Genesis flood account and what happened before, during, and after that figures into this conversation heavily. Because that's the part that Hollywood and the alien agenda don't want to admit. They don't want to admit that.
1: The Covenant's current release date is May 19th, 2017. Spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break down not just what the film covers, but the dogma and the philosophy and the religion behind it so get ready for the real secrets of alien covenant
0: leap they're showing different scenes from this alien covenant and again it's coming out may may 17th so we it's still even a little while until the movie comes out but this is very very good to kind of have a grip on what they're again this is just one more part of this whole strong delusion that's, that's here and that's coming and, that, and that's going to be increasingly foisted upon humanity.
1: The first great secret of Alien Covenant is that the planet that they're showing you, this Garden of Eden that appears to be a heavenly uh, world on the surface is really a giant test tube merging plants and animals in bizarre new forms. A religious experiment of the advanced Anunnaki race that created Earth. And that only if we embrace this merger with machine and animal as well as plant and insect can we mutate to the beautiful new form that we will become. But of course there's going to be a lot of ugliness in the process of getting there. And
0: they're they're showing one of the crew members there. It really isn't appropriate for kids to be watching, but they're showing one of the crew members that have evidently went outside, explored the planet, got infected. Now he's now the alien creatures are are using their bodies as a host, and now they're coming out of their bodies and in you know saying hi to everybody.
1: It's important for viewers to understand that this is not my view. This is not some fiction that I'm telling you. Yes, the film Alien Covenant is a fiction, but the ideas and beliefs that we see in this film are the deepest secret beliefs and covenants of the globalists that are in control of this planet today, and they believe that they are receiving knowledge or channeling information across the space-time continuum, and building an advanced civilization for their ascension. But until they can ascend, the vast majority of us must die because we are not enlightened enough, we are not uh, godlike enough, our DNA is not pure enough to resonate with this great truth. Now, you begin to learn in Alien Covenant that basically the genetic engineers are terraforming planets, not just for their atmospheres, but also changing them genetically. And that the end form that is created out of this mutation is an advanced humanoid. And again, what are they doing here?
0: That's what chemtrails are. They're terraforming the planet. They're changing the, the, the uh, soil pH. They're, they're, they're changing the atmosphere of the planet to make it more suitable for these Nephilim devils that are being uh, created right now and being reintroduced into our society. Now, we're going to talk about that a lot more later when, we, when I do a book review of a book called They Walk Among Us. A listener told me about it. I got it on audiobook. I'm going I'm to be playing some of the excerpts of that book about this integration program and they're very 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 matter of fact about it it it, is it's the most maddening it was the most maddening audiobook i've ever tried to listen to because it was from such a standpoint it was so like clinical and and just matter of fact and godless and basically like well it's happening you know really not anything we can do about it uh, we're just no hope you know i'm not going to present it from that standpoint obviously but a lot of the observations made in this are things i have never f- fully got into here in-depth stuff that, that is going to blow your mind um but that's that's coming way later um let's go ahead and finish this out
1: with basic human dna but first the planet's have to be infected with the spores that take the atmosphere and the particulars uh, of the makeup of the planet and then feed it through the mutation, through the subforms, so that the new humanoid uh, can particularly live on that planet. And so it's a biological spacesuit uh, development system that then houses the overall human DNA system. <laughs> late 1970s when the first alien
0: it's showing one of these the i think people that it got infected and they were outside when it happened attacking the real human crew members and it's in this mutated form and it's it's i'm sure doing this to infect them and again it's all about changing us on a dna molecular level so that we become monsters
1: Okay, that's what
0: this is all about.
1: film came out. It was something completely new. It blew everybody away. And Ridley Scott admitted that basically the ship was a weapon ship carrying biomechanical creatures that were used for war by an advanced species. This is not just a biological takeover. It is a silicone-slash-biological merger. And to show you how advanced the futurists were that came up with the film Alien... In the late 1970s, you have to understand, this is what the globalists are now, admittedly, currently building. The entire alien franchise is a revelation of the method because in the Illuminati religion, they must tell you what they're doing to you so that metaphysically you have a chance to fight back against it. And they must also condition your subconscious mind, which is more advanced than your conscious, hundreds of times, to become comfortable with the fact That this is all part of a process. If your brain understands something. It tends to evolve. Or adapt to go with it. In a Confucius way. As grass bends to the wind.
0: Exactly. And and this is why. Hollywood is so bombarding humanity. With this concept. With a lot of different concepts. But this is one of the main ones. In in the sci-fi genre. Hugely. This is bombarded. And, and we're always presented as powerless. We're always presented as basically powerless to stop any of this. Or to really fight back against it. And, and God is never a factor. And, and anybody that has any kind of Christian uh, bent to them in these shows is portrayed as either a fanatical moron that ends up being destroyed or somebody that ends up running with their tail, tails tucked between their legs. And that's the exact opposite of of the actual truth, but they want to make sure that they destroy as many people's faith that they have to fight this as they can. They want to make sure that you feel as though you're 100% powerless to fight any of this agenda that's coming, and and I'm here to empower you. And I think that's why I've been so attacked when I do these mega studies on the, I mean, that's when the witch covens come after me. Last one I did on this, that's when I got... (laughs) <laughs> the black-eyed witch emailing me, you know, Jasmine. Okay, that's when I really get hammered. It's not when I cover current events. Well, I don't, I don't get anything on those. Not to say that's not important to understand the the signs of the times and to be an understander of the times. But I'm telling you, when I release these, that's when I really get the flack from the occultists, especially. That's when I really get it. So that's telling you I must be over the target, you know, because you get most of the flack when you're over the target, okay? That's a well-known thing if, you know, in the bombers of, of World War Two or whatever. That's when you get the flack. So I'm just saying this information, I think, is, is more important than any of us probably realize that we get a concept of this.
1: But if you're evolving to survive, that's one thing. This is evolution to destroy us and must be resisted because it is de-evolution. Now, the New York Times and others will undoubtedly come out and say, Alex Jones believes in UFOs, Alex Jones believes that space aliens created Earth. When it's the New York Times itself in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and even this year that is pushing the fact that this theory is the majority theory believed by genetic engineers and other scientists.
0: Okay, and he's showing news articles in the background from these supposed unprestigious news, vile news organizations where they're basically talking about panspermia and the ancient astronaut theory and then this is how we were created. And what they're just doing is this is an expansion on, on Darwinism. It's more of an explanation of how Darwinism, it's like an expanded explanation of Darwinism. Like what happened at the beginning of Darwinism and, the, and, the, and supposedly to give us greater clarity on the whole thing. it's all lies total lies from the pit of hell but if they get christians believing this what how could you believe in this and also call yourself a christian the two are totally
1: incompatible which is exactly why they're doing it because the deeper they get in to the genome and into this planet and into this creation the more they are sure of the fact that we did not originate on this planet, and a bunch of amino acids in the ocean four billion years ago did not combine to then replicate and turn into this complex system we see today.
0: And in this particular case of Prometheus, where he drinks this crystalline black whatever and then disintegrates into the river, that's the DNA that supposedly formed it. So we, we came from some rotting corpse of some alien four billion years ago. I mean, isn't, isn't that a wonderful kind of warm the cockles of your heart thought you know to think about that but that's what they want us to believe this garbage whereas the bible says we were created in god's image okay so they want you to think that you evolved from a rotting corpse of some alien four billion years ago (laughs) i mean it's just unbelievable
1: i am telling you that this is the governing belief of the ruling class on this planet, amen. And they already see themselves as a transcendent species that is broken off from us, who are guardians of the galaxy. And I br- and again, and and they believe when the aliens
0: make their big debut, okay, because that's going to happen at some point. Okay, well, then they're going to be able to point back to all these Hollywood programming shows and darwinism and all this other garbage they've done to brainwash the masses particularly over the last hundred years and say listen we were trying to tell you this all along these are our masters these are our creators these are the ones that created us 80 billion years ago we're their little science project we need to pay attention to what they're telling us they they rule us now and they've come back in their benevolence to lead us into the new age to take us from the age of pisces into the golden new age the dawning of the age of aquarius to take us from the old world order into the new world order i'm telling you this is what they're gonna do this is what they're gonna try to pull off and this is the backbone of this strong delusion that god warns about in second thessalonians chapter two what other strong delusion would be stronger than this think about what what other what other delusion would be stronger than this and then you combine it with the line signs and wonders and miracles, and then you supposedly have a you know thirty mile mothership appearing over over cities and things of this nature, like they always portray in Hollywood. Whether it's holographic or whether it's real, I don't know. They have a, a, extremely advanced technology. We're dealing with fallen angels here that have been here thousands of years. Okay, you think they can't pull off something like that? It's going to be shock and awe. Signs and line wonders and miracles. You combine that. With all of this deception that I'm talking about, you know how many
1: people are going to fall for this? Bring up Guardians of the Galaxy that came out a few years ago. Very funny film. Very entertaining. But again, there's a star child who's half human, half alien. They tell us this myth over and over again. Jesus Christ, born by Immaculate Conception, implanted by God, has superpowers. And all the major churches and all the major systems are there to basically give the general public a dumbed down version while they themselves, behind the scenes, the initiates, have all the information. So, in other words, when he says that about Jesus
0: Christ, they're trying to say, and again, this is another whole thing I could do another <laughs> probably 10 part study on. I go to the gym and I'll, I'll walk, if I'm like on the treadmill, I'll just scan through channels and I see all these agendas that are constantly afoot that they're shoving down your throat constantly. And, and one of the agendas among many, among like the drug agendas and other agendas, one of the many agendas is the whole thing about like, I'll see all these superhero shows, Supergirl and Superman and, um, um, the Avengers and Green Lantern and all this garbage. What is it? Who are these people portrayed in these shows? Well, they're always the saviors of humanity. What was Jesus? Was it, didn't he come to save mankind? Didn't he have powers that were... Uh, un- well, that's what they're trying to portray these new superheroes as. But these new superheroes are normally never fully human. They're either from another planet like Krypton, like Superman or Supergirl or whatever or they've got some advanced genetic where where their genetics have been modified, or they've got some special implant that makes them... But they always end up being the hope for humanity. It's another big thing that Hollywood is trying to do. And what they're trying to do is get us prepped to accept when a lot of these, let's say, Nephilim, human-like creatures are openly released on the public to deceive humanity, and we're supposed to look at them like... You know the emissaries of the coming alien race. They're, they're here to bring us in again to, to act as go-betweens and liaisons and intermediaries and they're going to have all of these supposed superpowers on top of it. So, hey, how can you ignore that? As the hope for humanity, that is another gigantically huge theme I see over and over again. And I'm only getting exposed to that when I really go into the gym on the limited amount of time I'm in front of the treadmill looking at a lot of these TV shows. And I'm like, my word! If I—I mean, I don't have a TV. Granted, I could—I could access a lot of this online, but it's like—it's unbelievable, and it's so obvious what they're trying to—to to convince us about with regarding this agenda.
1: And now for the biggest secret that's hidden in plain view, just like the advanced humanoid in Prometheus that takes the genetic manipulation and physically dies but reseeds the planet with the new mutation we are now
0: they're showing that scene right now where he's all getting rotified and he falls falls into the 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 um the river the russian river over a waterfall and his genetics unravel and it shows his dna unzipping and turning black and rotting and that's what reseeds the planet for what we are today his rotting corpse is what we we evolved from i i I, for all this time i thought we evolved from a rock according to darwinism then the lightning hit the rock and out of the primordial slime oozed a two-cell amoeba and the amoeba became a fish and eventually dolphin dolphin came on land and crawled around and got legs because you know fish normally do that they grow legs and then that eventually turned into you know a dung beetle and then that turned into a gorilla and then that turned into us obviously i mean Sounds reasonable to me. No, no, no. We actually evolved from a rotting alien corpse now. <laughs> so that's even better, you know. So we got, you know, glad we got that in our our <laughs> got got that out of the way
1: being sacrificed in this huge experiment. There are thousands of studies in the last 20 years admitting that GMO crops and GMO vaccines and other systems are purposely changing our DNA and mutating us. And in that process, pediatric cancers are up more than 10,000% on average since the 1950s. Other forms of cancer are up more than 2,000% like breast cancer. We are openly being manipulated as the seed stock to cause this incredible race of mutations so that the elite can pick and choose which new mutations are effective for them to advance their life expectancy and their quality of life while the rest of us are used like guinea pig animals in this sickening nightmare check it out for yourself they are releasing salmon that are three times bigger than natural salmon that have insect genes and other and
0: they're showing one of these gmo salmons next to a regular salmon i mean this is so sad they are so defiling god's creation and that's why satan wants to do it anything that god made and said was good satan wants to defile it and destroy it and that includes us that's why these cancer rates have exploded and all these disease right and all this stuff that they're doing to us ultimately this is about killing us off we're created in god's image defiling our dna to the point where you you wouldn't want to get saved even if you could you you would have no desire for it for salvation i don't need a savior. I I don't have any conscience anymore. I'm not fully human anymore. I'm a cyborg. I've got I've got you know I'm half machine, half human. I've my DNA's been defiled through the vaccines, through the chemtrails, through the GMOs. This is what it's all about. It is this serious. This is a matter of heaven and hell. For a lot of people, it's and it's increasingly becoming that. It's that important, and that's why I do what I do. And I just don't understand why the church isn't doing this. You know, at large, I'm, I'm talking about in the main. They're not doing this. They're not reporting on this stuff at all.
1: Systems in them. They're aggressive. They kill the other salmon. And within just a few decades, they will extinct the salmon population. The honeybees are dying. Yep. Humans are mutating. The... Honeybees die, we die. Okay.
0: Pollination stops of the plants and the plants start dying and it's over and again it's all by design to annihilate humanity i mean first commandment of the new world order georgia guidestones reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature or mother gaia 500 millions you know 90 to 95 percent reduction how are we going to get there deagle has predicted that you know the population of the united states is what 80 percent reduction between now and 2024 is what they're predicting okay what well, seven or eight years we're going to have an 80 percent drop off and pop- what's going to happen i wonder now i'm not saying that that is going to happen i'm saying that's what they say what they're predicting is going to happen so something is gonna go down here and it is going down obviously a lot is happening so again just just crazy information
1: atmosphere is falling apart and all of this is being done by design and the elite tells us none of that's a problem carbon dioxide that plants breathe is the issue so (laughs) they have a fake environmental movement distracting us from all the real issues and telling us that humans are the problem and so the world's going to be much better after we're gone they have all these big billionaires coming out and saying, we've discovered wavelengths in space, holding the space-time continuum together. This is all a simulation. It's fake. There's some type of advanced species in control of us. Suddenly they're throwing it all in your face in hopes that you believe you don't have free will and just give up and let them...
0: Yeah, the, the whole thing about the universe is a hologram and we're, living, we're in some kind of like space video. I mean, can you imagine what that would do to your faith if you actually believed in that? Don't believe this garbage, okay? Don't believe what the Word of God says, okay? Don't believe this garbage that they're trying to... I know a lot of my listeners have emailed me about this stuff. You think this is true? No, I don't think it's true.
1: It's not what the Word of God says. Take control of human development. The truth is, our species has always been able to take control of our environment, and that means taking control of this elite as well, and not letting them dictate the future of humanity. Most of us are already walking dead. We've been hit with fluoride since birth. GMOs have infested our bodies. Cancer is exploding all around us. We see the mutations we're going through. We see the death we're going through. We see the bacteria and viruses being tested on us through the And you got
0: to hit the iodine to get the fluoride out of the body. You gotta stop drinking fluoridated water. Number one. Okay? Now remember, you go out, you go out into the into the open world and you you go to a restaurant, you're getting fluoridated water you eat plants that aren't organic they're sprayed with with pesticides that are primarily fluoride based you take prozac the the number one ingredient prozac is fluoride okay it's 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 hidden in this big long name but it's in there okay fluoride burns out your lower brain lobes which control your will to resist causes cancer causes your bones to soften it gums up your thyroid which will slow down your metabolism you got an iodine what iodine will do is go in there and kick fluoride out of the um of the of the uh, thyroid gland okay? it also kicks bromine out which is another bad halogen and it also kicks chlorine out which is another thing they heavily um, put in the water supply you got to drink water that's pure that doesn't have fluoride that doesn't have chlorine and all the other uh, they're, they're putting so much in the water to kill us it's not even funny you have got to drink purified water and trust me an ro unit's not going to get fluoride out the pore size the 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 li- fluoride is literally the same molecular size as water okay reverse osmosis works on a <clears throat> on a system of very 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 small pores in the osmosis membrane and if those pores are letting water through and fluoride is the same size as water essentially well then the fluoride is going to get through as well okay um big berkey has some optional fluoride filters you can install and i'm talking about like the the best probably option because it's gravity fed if we lost power you could still you could still purify water okay supposedly ProPure gets the fluoride out as well, but they don't have separate filters. So I'm a little bit leerier on those. Supposedly, they have a high removal rate. So I'm, I'm saying ProPure and Big Berkey, and I'm not vested in any of these country, companies, um, they will get that out. But you've got to stop drinking water that has chlorine and fluoride in it, or any beverage, for that matter. You drink Sprite, Peps, any. You're getting tons of fluoride, bro, and you're also getting aluminum from the cans, and aluminum causes Alzheimer's all kind of other garbage okay and then you need to get on iodine in order to kick the bad halogens out of the thyroid gland which will help your energy it'll help your metabolism um it'll help a lot of different things in the body and then you'll be kicking these bad halogens out of the body you need to detox your liver, your gallbladder, and your choline. You need to do a full-body detox. These are just things that I've covered a lot in my in my previous studies. I've got a, a detox now that's simplified the liver and the gallbladder one. It's called Hepatoclear, and it actually replaces both Livaplex and choline. It has a therapeutic dose of choline in it, and you can accomplish the same thing with this one product as you are there sp cleanse is the one i have as like a whole body detox but it doesn't specifically target liver and gallbladder you just there's no one product that's going to just do everything and these problems are so complicated and complex it's it typically takes multiple products to get the job done okay so there's a lot of different things that need detoxed out of the body talked about the thyroid talked about the gallbladder and liver talked about like a whole system cleanse sp cleanse is the closest one i know of for that um and these are just some things to to get you back in the game so you're thinking clearly now understand something when you go on these products don't expect to feel great especially right off the bat your body's going to start detoxing this stuff out of your system you need to make sure you're drinking eight to ten glasses of purified water per day because if you don't drink enough water you will not have the the capability to flush this stuff out of the system a lot of people, if they're not drinking enough water, their skin starts to break out, even if they are taking enough water. Why? Because the skin is the largest organ in the body, and the body, when it gets to a point where it can't get rid of all the toxins via the normal uh, ways of like the kidneys, via the urine, and in and, and the liver, and, and um, uh, the colon, via that pathway... It will overflow and shun out through the skin. Now, all of this is a good thing though because your body is getting rid of toxins that may have been in there for decades. It takes time. You know, I say you need to do these detoxes for at least a month You know, to, to get them out of your system. Right now I, I do, I'm as simple as I can make it, it's two bottles of Hepatoclear and two bottles of the SP Cleanse. You're doing a full body detox and you really should be doing some iodine with it as well and flora because the flora has been depleted they've done everything they can do to kill off our flora and our intestinal tract that's a main component of our immune system it's a main component that that competes with candida and yeast in our body which is another thing that's taken over most people most people are walking around loaded with candida you know and you have to do two things with candida you got to kill it and you got to put the good flora back Okay, the best way I know to kill it is that the 5,000 part mild silver protein by Invive. I still have it on special. You order directly from me. Or you can go up to the website, dr-symbol dr-johnson.com and get it there too. Especially if you're overseas because I don't do overseas shipping. I can't. Um, that's the best way I know to kill it. But you could take all the mild silver protein all day long. It's not going to put back your flora. You, put, you take the flora like a one per day Floor twenty, if you've never done flora, I would do twenty flora fifty fourteen or floor two hundred fourteen. The floor two hundred fourteen is for a seven day intensive. I've never done flora in my life. I'm gonna put this back in my system. It's only seven capsules in a bottle. You take one per day on an empty stomach. You don't you don't do it with the silver. You do it separately. For seven days, you put back the good flora, and then you go in like the tw- flora twenty fourteen. I think it's the best flora I've ever used. I have tried so many floors over the years, and I really didn't see a whole lot. You, you know, intestinally, you you can just tell. You know, the, the twenty fourteen man. I think that's the best flora I've ever used. One per day, empty stomach. And and the reason you don't want to do it with food or anything else is because it will it will digest with the food. You don't want it to be using that. You want it to implant into the colon. That's another thing. It's just, and I'm sorry, there's so many aspects to health. You need to be on a good whole food multi. You know, and, I, and when I say whole food, I don't mean Centrum Silver, I don't mean Flintstones Chewables. Those are garbage synthetic vitamins that the Illuminati hopes you are taking. They're synthetic, they're basically like a modified drug, they're not natural. Whole food. The, the, the best ones I have are the innate. Um, one a day is, it's as simple as I can make it there's one for if you're below 40 or above 40 I have whole food prenatals now and Nate just simplified their line and it's the one prenatal for the whole pregnancy they used to have one for the first and second trimester and after now it's I've got chewable gummies that are whole food for men women and children chewable probiotics for children chewable D um, for children I, I've got a product line now that I'm covering a lot of different bases with, and I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can. Intramax is, is another unbelievable multi. It's, pro, it's, it's the most complete product I've got. Okay? If you're just going to do one thing and that's it, I'd say Intramax. Okay? And you can order that from me or off the. I, I send out a link every time I put out a health newsletter. There's links for the Silver and for the Intramax. So I wasn't even going to cover that today, but it's like. You you talk about all this stuff. You talk about the GMOs. You talk about the fluoride. And and, and you can't not bring this stuff up. And I only cover just now. I only cover just the basics. But we got to start somewhere. And if your body, we're body, soul, and spirit. If your body is a wreck, how are you going to be any good for God? I mean, you know. I practice what I preach when it comes to this stuff, man. I mean, if you saw the supplements I took on a daily basis, I take a lot of stuff, okay? I need a lot of stuff. I'm just, I'm high maintenance. I'll be honest. My body is just high maintenance. I would shudder. to I'd be dead, I believe, had I not been on these protocols. Dead a long, long time. If I live like the average American, I would be dead guaranteed my body cannot take the abuse that a lot of other people can i mean you know i've been like like people that my parents knew and stuff and you know like people that were alcoholics their whole life and never took a vitamin in their life they they live off you know they get home from their job and they just start drinking liquor and they do this for like decades or they smoke constantly man i'd be dead in a week (laughs) that's an exaggeration but i wouldn't live that long i think god let me have a lot of this stuff happen to me so that i would be very very conscious of it so that i could help other people i'm telling you right now the things i've i I think he showed me recently and re-shown me really because i already knew with i had put out that prayer request for my immune system i'm totally my immune system has never felt better it was calcium I had gotten low in a very, you, you need to take a very, very highly absorbable calcium. The best one I know of is the calcium lactate from Stainer Process. It's cheap. It's not that expensive. You can buy 800 bottles. You can buy the powder. Powder works great. And I'm just telling you, the, the, that, that one product is so gigantically huge and important for your immune system. Why? Because calcium is what, feeds the white blood cells which is one of the main components of your immune system it gives it the fuel to get to the target cells to kill the bad guys it's as simple as i can make it have a whole newsletter on this i got low in it i literally the last time i got sick i was taking like 40 40 to 50 c 400 per day whole vit- whole food vitamin c's and i was still barely i'm like whoa what's going on this is weird i have ne- and right before i put out that prayer request I I, 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 was, I asked God and then I put out the prayer request and all of a sudden it was like I started taking the calcium. And I was like, whoa, took a few days, but I'm like, wow, I feel really different. I feel a lot better. I'm doing one to three C400 per day now. I don't even do the calcium every day. But it's like anything else. If your gas tank is on empty of a given nutrient that becomes your weak link in your chain, and you're only as strong as the weakest link. So, you might find, like and in my case, I was having to compensate because my gas tank was on empty for a good soluble calcium in the body. Well, what did I have to do to compensate? Take 50 C400 a day. That's all. That's not practical. That's ridiculous. Add the calcium in, all of a sudden, my need for the, for the vitamin C comes like down to like one to three per day. That's the way to do it. And I don't rely on the silver. I do the silver like once a week just to keep candida levels down because I'm prone to that. Most people are. Especially if you grew up and you had that established like if you were really, you know, a, a carbaholic, which carbs tend to feed candida in the body, you know, and, you know, so there's a lot of different factors, but those are some of the essential, basic building blocks where anybody could start what I just mentioned. Also, another thing, um, I had been getting persistent um, like this, just, my, my heart, like, it was not an angina pain, because angina is uh, is a pain that you get when you're exerting yourself in your heart, and it's typically because you're plaqued up, okay? I just had this ache, in, and this has been going on for a long time. But it wasn't when I exerted myself. I could go to the gym and, and work out like crazy. I didn't feel anything. And I believe this, God showed me this. I had been taking uh, the Cardio Plus by standard process. I did permanent damage to my heart at a very young age. It's another thing. I believe God's let me go through all this stuff. So I'm I'm just so hypersensitive to these type of things. Whereas a lot of people, you know, I drink, I drink a pot of coffee a day, smoke, drink alcohol, and do all this stuff for years. And then all of a sudden, just one day, they dropped dead, maybe. But up until that point, they had lived like that and really hadn't felt like they needed to do anything. I'm not like that. God didn't build me that way. I'm high maintenance. I'm just like, I've never been able to get away with that, you know. But it's made me a better doctor because of that, because I'm so, like, sensitive to this type of stuff. Anyway... I did permanent damage to my heart at a very young age. I told you about that time that I I died on the football field, that game that I was at, and and because I had overdosed on that drug, GHB. And um, they defibrillated me back to life. They said when I came out, I was the youngest person they ever had in the cardiac unit for this type of thing, and that I had done permanent damage to my heart. I had what they call an inverted T-wave, which means I had been dead for so long that my my, um, heart had... um, had such lack of oxygen for so long that I did permanent damage to it okay so I knew that I was always going to have to do stuff to support my heart heart disease runs in my family too extra bonus for me so I need to do stuff for my heart well I had been but I still had this ache and I'd been doing the EDTA chelation I thought maybe am I getting plaqueed up I, 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 I got convicted. It's like God's shown me this stuff. He keeps showing me stuff about this on the CoQ10. Now I have a whole food CoQ10 from an eight. I just started taking one a day. The pain went away. I haven't had it since. I haven't had any pain in my heart at all. And again, it wasn't an angina pain. So I was confused. Well, what's causing this? It's not when I exert myself. That's angina. That would be more like if you're placked up. No, it was just there. And it wasn't always there. One CoQ10 per day. All gone. You do that with a Cardio Plus. And that's if you're not plaqued up. I'm telling you. Miracles for your heart. Cataplex E2 is is literally like natural nitroglycerin. It will actually oxygenate your bloodstream. You do get a little bit of it in Cardio Plus. But for a therapeutic dose, you have to take it separately. But just something like that God showed me you know um so just all these these different things that 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 i'm being shown that could be very very important what do the cholesterol statin drugs deplete totally down to nothing coq10 why are they giving you oh for your heart you know the very thing they're giving you to lower your cholesterol is killing you and setting you up for a massive heart attack i was being set up for a massive heart attack that was why i was getting that pain in my chest It's like your body has warning lights that come on that are trying to warn you. What do the medical doctors do? Take this drug to suppress that stupid, dumb symptom. Your body doesn't know what it's talking about. Oh, good, so that I could sweep that symptom under the rug until I do have a massive heart attack. Man, is that logical. Boy, oh boy. That's how the medical profession treats things. They treat your symptoms like they're stupid. No. You take something like CoQ10, which obviously I was very, very low in, put it back in your system, chest pain goes away, no drugs involved, my heart's working better, my energy's better. Oh, that's what you did. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. Two other things that I've been shown. I'm bringing new product lines in. I'm I'm trying to streamline my product lines. Um... My big thing with men that I was not addressing, even though I have addressed it in my audio teachings, was how they're trying to make men and women, this is men and women, very, very estrogen dominant. If you estrify a man, you make them estrogen dominant. And where, where are we getting all this stuff from? From literally thermal receipts that they will print when you go to drugstores and you just touch them. You're getting estrogen all of this is being done by design through all of the chemicals they're putting in healthcare products like deodorants and in hairsprays and um, all these things you rub on your body, or you put in your mouth or soaps and things of this nature are loaded with xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogens are a false type of estrogen that are cancer causing and they're synthetic and men and, and men and women do not need them. They're not natural but they're creating this feminized male race that I've talked a lot about, okay? I found a product. Now, I had talked about this one called Estro Benefits that I... The more I did research, the more I realized that's a good product, but it's not actually counteracting the estrogen enough. I found one now that I've brought into my product line called Estro Quench. And it's um, specifically to quench... Basically, the bad estrogens in your body, okay? I've been taking that, saw a big difference from that too. Even though I'm not even, I'm eating like way, 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 way better than the average person. But I'm still, it's almost impossible to avoid it. And then they've got other ones, one called Adrenomen, which is the best product I've gotten for the adrenals. I've been using Adrenomen by Standard Process. This is superior. It's just superior. And again, a lot of it's evolution of product lines. A lot of it's, you know, standard process tends to stay in one place. They tend to play with, say, one place of the products. They never, ever, ever change them. You got to understand it. Dr. Royal Lee developed them, started developing them in 1929. He died in like 1969. A lot of their products have not evolved. With the the, the things, health things have gotten worse. And, and they've made a lot of advancements. This product line that I'm using here, that I'm bringing in, man alive, it's cutting edge. And it's all whole food. At least the ones I'm using. They have products that are synthetic. But the estro quench, what I'm learning with men, you got to do two things, okay, on the hormones. You got, well, three. And this is for with women too. You got to cleanse the liver and the gallbladder because that's where hormones are broken down in the body. You got to do the cleanses, okay? Um, you really need to clear the thyroid with the iodine, okay? I've got all kind of different iodines I use. Whatever you want to go with, you know, as the Lord leads you. Um, and with men and women, well, both of them, you have to clean the liver. Because if you have a gummed up liver, you can't process hormones. Okay? So you got to do the cleanses. But once you get beyond that, you've got to cleanse these, these elevated estrogens. Now, ideally, you would get your levels checked. Okay? Because I don't want to tell a woman to take quench if her estrogen levels are low. Because that will make them worse. Okay, and again, I can't be anyone's doctor. I'm way too busy. All I can do is give you some advice kind of as, as we go like I'm doing right now. It's about all I can offer anymore. There's just no way I can be people's doctor. So please don't email me with some big gigantic thing. I won't even be able to look at it. I can't do it, especially anymore. I'm just, I'm too overwhelmed. Um, but I'm trying to still help as many people as I can. A lot of this... I'll give you information. You can email me about certain products and I can maybe lead you in the right direction there, but I cannot be like, oh, my lab's on this for this and I've got a history of this and I've got, uh, I cannot be anyone's doctor. Okay, period. Can't do it. But what I can try to do is act as a liaison for a lot of people and and, and um, a lot of these you can purchase for me. Some of them you can't. Like, I'm not going to sell big Berkey water filters. And in a lot of this other stuff. Um, but, so getting your levels checked hormonally would be a baseline, okay? But for most men, they're going to have elevated estrogen and they're going to have low testosterone, okay? They've got another product called Testogain. You take the quench with the Testogain. And if you have low energy, you add in the adrenal mend Oh man, I'm telling you. This Testogain is better than anything I've ever used. It's better than the Tribulus that Medi-Herb sells. Tribulus is a one trick pony. It is probably the best Tribulus on the planet by Medi-Herb, but this is Tribulus and so many other things in there, and it's all whole food, and it's just better. It's more complete than the Medi-Herb Tribulus. It's called Testogain. So you do estro quench, Testogain, and then if you're low in energy, Adrenamend. And you gotta give it time. It doesn't happen overnight, but I'm telling you dynamite and i can hardly even have any time to even look at this stuff but the little of what i've been shown that's some of the new stuff i really believe the lord has shown me and i just wanted to impart that to you because again what we're talking about here is very intricately you you feel like garbage because of your health you can't do a whole lot for the lord so let's go ahead and go back to this report here
1: gmo crops through the pharmacological crops through the vaccines, and through the air. We all know about Tuskegee and injecting black people with syphilis. We all know about radiating homeless people and vets and uh, children that have been given up for adoption. We all know about the secret testing worldwide. We all know about the programs that have been done. And I'm here to tell you, it's a thousand times a thousand worse today. And most of the major hospitals at the highest levels are in on it. They take your baby's blood at birth. They DNA type it big corporations then come in and buy it from the government and people are going out to get gene therapy and learning 30 years ago at birth their blood was taken and it's now been patented and they're being charged hundreds of thousands of dollars to get gene therapy with their own genes. I could speak for thousands of hours on this but understand, ladies and gentlemen, the fictional horror movie Alien Covenant is nothing on the reality of what's really happening in this world. Look at how they heat hospitals with baby parts look at how they keep the babies alive
0: they're showing an article uk hospitals were actually using aborted babies burning their bodies alive to heat them that 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 wasn't just some thing from like you know some tabloid okay they were doing that they were caught doing that i would sell their baby parts look at how they create flavor
1: testing uh with
0: baby uh yeah pepsi using aborted fetal cell lines is ordinary business so what the obama administration said pepsico yeah Suminex is the company they were using to have that aborted fetal cell line it was a flavor enhancer of all things aborted fetal cell lines yeah i i tried just again these companies are straight from the pit of hell anything mass produced in in a can or in a box and these types of things are are normally you it's just death and if you're going to, if you're in a situation where, okay, well, I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm going to eat this on a given day. Do something at least like take activated charcoal with it or bentonite clay or something that's going to bind it up. That's what I do if, if I, if I'm in that position. Okay. Because at least you're going to mitigate, it's going to bind up a lot of that bad, bad, bad stuff. And in in the actual what you end up absorbing is it's it's going to be way less of a toxic load than if you just ate it straight. Okay, um, that's another another thing you may want to think about.
1: Arts, look at how everything they do is to degrade the human body and to drag it through the mud because it's their religion to kill, steal, and destroy, and they are not the God that created you.
0: That's what Satan comes to do: kill, steal, and destroy okay and that's what this is all about
1: on this earth, they are the fallen twisted engineers who are at war with god and relish destroying god's creation i'm alex jones this is the info war and-
0: okay so that was i mean overall it was a very good very good report um uh, sorry about all the commentary uh boy boy i'm like double time on this i'm very sorry about that uh Because some people can't listen to them if they're too far over time. I'm sorry about that. Um, But once I've done these, I can't really split them up. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to stop here. And um, we are going to continue to the next part here. And um, we will go from there. So well, we'll see you in part two. God bless you.